Hi, welcome to Talking in Bed. I'm your host, Jen, and this is an opinion-based podcast. I share my thoughts about whatever's on my mind, and sometimes you might disagree with my opinion, or you might think I'm misinformed or ill-informed. If you ever feel frustrated by that, just remember that this is not a research-based piece of journalism. I'm just a woman with an opinion and a microphone. Hope you enjoy! The recording that kicked this off was, um, it's from an episode of Real Housewives of Atlanta in the, and the woman who's speaking is NeNe Leakes. And it's from like a fairly, I don't know, I want to say it's from an early season, but it's from one of the earlier seasons. Atlanta's been on for a long time. And, um, it is hands down one of the funniest clips from a tv show that i've ever heard and if you look it up on youtube it is just i don't know there's something about it that just makes me laugh every time and that particular noise you know her repeating the ghetto with the siren in the background um it became a very like popular sound on tiktok where um (laughs) I saw it particularly when people would be like, when you, uh, when you get off TikTok and you, you go on Instagram for a while and then it would be people green screening themselves in front of like trash or something saying the ghetto It is just, it's one of the funniest sound clips that I've ever heard in my life. But that's not what we're talking about today. What we are talking about today, first of all, is that my mic has, like, I don't know if it's bit the dust. Uh, it's just not working. I I plugged it into my phone. It's not working. I just, I can't sometimes. Um, <laughs> I I really didn't have, am I allowed to say I don't have an idea? I, I didn't have an idea. Now I do have an idea. And I really just wanted to record something. And, um, you know, I don't have, like, a lot of stuff that I have to get off my chest to the world or whatever. Uh, But I wanted to do something. I I still don't necessarily know what that compulsion is. Why there is that compulsion to say anything to an audience when I really don't have anything to say I don't know I don't know what that compulsion is but that compulsion is there and um as always you don't have to listen (laughs) but I'm really happy that you're listening if you're listening because you're feeding into whatever this compulsion is to say something anything Um, and, you know, one of the easiest things, well, easy in quotation marks, but one of the simplest ways to create content is to have a reaction to something. So you have a reaction to a bad movie or music that you like or movies. Liking something is 
a more difficult reaction than not liking something. It's easier to not like something than to like something when you're looking for things to say. You know, when you like something, it doesn't really often go beyond, I like it, you know. But when it's something that you dislike, you can usually get a little more vocal about it. And actually, when you write like, you know, when you're in school and you have to write a pro or con essay, your teachers would always, I I don't know, I would often hear the advice that you should um, write a con essay because it's just easier. So that's your tip. (laughs) But I'm not reacting to anything today. I just looked at my bookshelf and I thought, what's on my bookshelf that I could uh, engage some some interested folks with, you know? And what I grabbed is a, uh, it's a textbook. It's an Italian textbook from, I would guess, the junior high school. I, I'm, I'm going to guess that. And... Um, A friend of my sister's didn't give it back at the end of the school year. Probably this edition was published in 1995. So I would guess it was like 1999 or something. 99, 2000. She didn't give it back at the end of the school year. She took it with her and um, it was bequeathed to our family. And now I have it. This is the fourth edition of Prego, an invitation to Italian. So for people who don't, I don't know that I've ever really shared this, but I used to speak Italian pretty well. I was always very self-conscious about speaking in front of people. But now that I speak German quite well, I realized that my Italian was very good and could have been better had I not been self-conscious about it. And I I missed out on a lot of good Italian speaking years and now there's so much German in my head that it's hard to (laughs) speak Italian. Uh, You know, I I will, my brain just kind of goes into foreign language mode so it'll, it'll mix up sentence structures from German in Italian and it doesn't make sense in Italian. Um, And I just, I, I mean, I was, I even used to tutor in Italian. Like, you know, people who were just starting out learning Italian. But I I just was completely obsessed with Italian, the language, uh, Italy, Italian people, food, culture, all of it. And um, I just thought maybe it would be fun to, you know, since travel is very restricted still at this point, I thought maybe it would be fun if we did a little Italian class, okay? So we're starting off at, you know, chapter one, uh, section A. Come si dice in italiano? And I'm going to do my best uh, (laughs) Italian accent, which might sound a little embarrassing at times, but um, I don't know. We'll we'll just see, okay? So, um, we're going to start off with greetings. This this is like very, this is going to be very straightforward, I think. <laughs> very straightforward, uh, like getting into Italian, okay? So we're starting off with greeting people. Um, so let's just go through these greetings. Ciao, 
Chow is both hello and goodbye, and it's always informal. So if you were going into a business meeting, well, whatever, I've never had a business meeting in Italian. I don't think that you would say ciao at the beginning or the end. It's something that you say to your friends uh, or, you know, family, just people who you're informal with. Um, the next is buon giorno, buon giorno, which is good morning. Good afternoon, morning until noon or later, depending on the region. So, I don't know. There's, <laughs> the, it depends. But buongiorno, you're, you're pretty much safe until it's like, you know, I don't know, 5 o'clock, I would say, 5 p.m.-ish. You can say buongiorno. Buonasera is good afternoon or good evening. If I was in Italy, I wouldn't say buonasera at like two o'clock in the afternoon. I would say buongiorno. So really early evening would, that would be my like safe bet into the night, into the night. Now, what is next is buonanotte, buonanotte. That's good night. That is the last thing that you say to somebody. And it's the same in English. When you see somebody, you know, we would say good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It would be weird to start off a speech at eight o'clock at night with good night, ladies and gentlemen. So it's really the same thing. Um, this one's tricky to pronounce with the uh, rolling your R's, but everybody knows it. Arrivederci, arrivederci. That can be, I always find that hard with the two, r, r, that is hard for me. Arrivederci. Arrivederla is formal. That's, if you're being polite, you would say that to, uh, it means goodbye. Everybody knows that, I think. But they both mean goodbye. Arrivederci and arrivederla. A presto. A presto means see you soon. A means like two and presto means soon. Like two, T-O, soon. It, you know, it's not like a perfect translation, but the feeling being communicated is see you soon. So let's go through those again. Ciao, hello or goodbye, informal. Buongiorno, good morning or like Good early, you know, good early afternoon. Buonasera. Good evening. Buonanotte. Good night. Arrivederci. Goodbye. Arrivederla. Goodbye. Formal. And a presto. See you soon. So I don't want to like uh, inundate people with too much language. So let's take a little break from the language words. The language <laughs> Like the new language, right? We'll take a little break from that and we're gonna do a little background information, okay? Ciao o buongiorno, which means hello informal or good day, buongiorno. Italians in general tend to be more formal than Americans in their social exchanges. If you're not American, I don't know how to help you. <laughs> Think like an American. 
They are formal with everyone except family, close friends, classmates, and young children. The language reflects the different degrees of formality or familiarity that exist in relationships between people. So, <clears throat> I don't know. What do you do with that? Let's learn some other words. Communicating further. Scusi is formal for excuse me. Scusa is informal for excuse me. Grazie is thank you. Grazie. Prego is you're welcome. Prego, like the tomato sauce, prego. Per favore is please. Per favore, which is like for favor, basically. <clears throat> if you meet somebody, you would say piacere, piacere, pleased to meet you. Sono, I am. Sono. E? <laughs> That's really hard. I don't know if that comes across on audio. It's just the letter E with an accent over it. E is he, she, is. Mi chiamo is my name is. Mi chiamo Jennifer. My name is. Sono di is I am from. Sono di America. So I could say, buongiorno, mi chiamo Jennifer, sono di America. So looking a little further, I found some interesting uh, little phrases. So uh, one of them I think is important is va bene, va bene, just means okay, just means yep. Okay, good, va bene, got it. Another one is capisco. Capisco means I understand. Non capisco. Non capisco means I don't understand. That's probably very important is non capisco. Come means what or how. Like if somebody says... Mi chiamo Roberto. And you didn't quite get it, but you know you know it. You could say, come? Um, and another one that's helpful is, ripeta, ripeta, to repeat. Ripeta, per favore, please repeat. And then in that same, uh, whatever, stream of thought, like if you were in Italy, and you went into a store and the person starts, you know, rattling off at you. You could say, you could say non capisco. And they'll understand that you are not Italian because you won't have the right accent. And that's okay. And hopefully they'll switch into English. You could also say non parlo italiano. I don't speak Italian. Non parlo Italiano. 
And then if you want to say, I speak Italian, you just drop the non. Parlo italiano. So what else would be interesting? Maybe numbers. I'm, I'm looking at some numbers. So we'll just do one, zero through ten. Okay. Zero. 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 Uno. One. Due. Two. Tre. Three. Quattro. Quattro is four. Cinque is five. Cinque is one of my favorite words. Don't ask me why. I just like how it sounds. I always have. Uh, six is say, say. And when you say that, you don't want to just say say, like S-A-Y. You want to hold out that last E sound, say. Sette is seven. Otto is eight. Nove is nine. And dieci is ten. So they're not that far off. I mean, French and Spanish, the numbers are very similar, right? There's more numbers. <laughs> I just don't think it would be that, you know. That's tough. Oh, oh, let's look at some parole simili. See, these are like Italian words that are similar to English. And the funny thing about um, like speaking, learning a romance language especially, is that you see how many words in English are like born out of Latin. And I always find that really interesting. So let's look at some similar words. So the first one we have is stazione, stazione, which is station. Often with um, T-I-O-N, words in English, the Italian version is just, it's the beginning is the same, and then just add zione at the end. That's a pretty reliable discussione, or that has two S's, but it's the ione sound is the I-O-N in English. Intelligente, intelligent. Sono intelligente, non sono Intelligente. I am intelligent. I am not intelligent. Possibile. Possibile is possible. It's really important to stress that I. So it's not possi possibile. It's possibile. It's important to where you put the stress on a particular word in Italian. So again, <clears throat> uh, earlier we had the word e. And that was he, she is, right? But e is also it, it is. Uh, <laughs> that's hard to explain because it's so different in English. But this e with an, with an accent over it, like, does three jobs, basically. It can be he is, she is, or it is. And depending on the context and some other words that get thrown into, they'll help you figure out if you're talking about a man or a woman or a noun, you know, a table or something. So a can mean it is. And in this case, I'm going to say non è possibile. Non è possibile. 
It's not possible. È possibile. It's possible. Okay, next one. Museo. Museo is museum. Geloso. Geloso is jealous. It sounds the same. The spelling is like very different though because it's G-E-L-O-S-O. So if you saw it, if you had to read that, you would say Geloso. Geloso. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and then uh, we have Professore. Professore. So earlier I skipped over a, uh, a word that I kind of didn't think it would be that important. But let's learn it. Why not? So that word is echo. It's basically like, you could just say echo, like E-C-H-O. If you want to sound, if you want to really Italian it up, you can say echo. And it means, this is a word that also does a couple of different jobs. And it, base, it essentially means here is, there is, here are, there are. It points out people or things. Here is your money. Here is the building. Here is the door. Echo, echo, echo. Okay? So with museum, I could say echo il museo. I used the article there because you would have to. You could say, ecco il museo. Here is the museum. Uh, let's do a couple more of those. Inflazione. In <laughs> that borders right on flatulence and that <laughs> kind of makes me laugh. Inflazione is inflation, actually. Università is university, università. Famoso, famous. And apparenza is appearance. That one is starting to depart from being very similar, but I, I can see where they were going. <laughs> um, so now there are some words, they only have two examples, but there are some words that look like they would be similar in Italian to an English word, but they're, they have a different meaning. So one of them is parente. Parente, it's spelled like parent, but with an E at the end. It doesn't mean parent. It means relative. So you can kind of see where English drew the word parent from. You know, they just went with, they took the word for relative and made it a closer... <laughs> Relative, you know. Um, libreria is not library, it's bookstore. Library is la biblioteca. La biblioteca. Okay, so we're at the end of... That wasn't even chapter one. What was that? It was chapter... Oh, I see. It was just like the beginning chapter kept preliminary chapter. Uh, so let's just go over at the end of every chapter, they've got kind of a, a summary of the most important words that were learned. I don't know if it's every word. It, it looks like it, but anyway. 
So let's go through the list of words that we covered today. So the first one is sono, sono, I am, e, e with an apostrophe, uh, not an apostrophe, of an, a little accent, you know. So e is, he is, she is, or it is. Mi chiamo, mi chiamo, my name is, mi chiamo Jennifer. Sono di, sono di America, I'm from America. We did learn the word prof professore, we didn't, that's the masculine word for professor. We didn't talk about the feminine one, um, the feminine word for professor is professoressa. Professoressa. Everything in Italian is gendered. Everything. Mostly, there's some... Is there a neutral article? I think there is a neutral article in Italian, but I forget. But mostly it's male and female, masculine and feminine. Okay, let's go over our greetings. Buongiorno. Buongiorno. Good morning. Good day. Giorno really means day, so it's really good day. I don't know why they didn't put that. They wrote good morning, good afternoon. Buongiorno means good day. Buonasera, good evening. Buonasera. Buonanotte, buonanotte is good night. So after listening to those three, buon, buona, those, that means good. Not always, but in this case, it means good. It's an adjective. It means good. Uh, <clears throat> giorno is day, sera is evening, and notte is night. Ciao. Ciao. I think we all know that. If you're not sure on the spelling for ciao, it's C-I-A-O. Ciao. Hello or goodbye, but it's always informal. Arrivederci. Is goodbye informal? Arrivederla is goodbye formal. Arrivederci, arrivederla, ciao. A presto. See you soon. A presto. <laughs> I'm feeling like a mega dork right now. <laughs> Becoming very aware of myself. Ecco. Ecco. Ecco is spelled E-C-C-O. E-C-C-O. Ecco means here is, here are, there is, there are. It's you're pointing out, you're indicating something. And then we'll go down to, you're not looking at the page. Then we're going to look at some more words. Grazie. Thank you. Per favore. Please, grazie, per favore. If you meet somebody for the first time, you would say, piacere, piacere, pleased to meet you. Prego is you're welcome. Grazie, prego, you're welcome. Scusa is, excuse me, informal. Scusi is excuse me formal. So if you're like, 
worming your way through a crowd. <laughs> Imagine yourself 10 years from now in Italy in a crowd, okay? And you're, you're trying to get through. And somebody won't move. You say, scusi. Now imagine that you've made all these fabulous friends in Italy and you're at a party and you just want to get to the drinks table. So you say, scusa, it's informal. Oh, we missed the two most important words. <laughs> it's hard to put a value on any of these, but these are very important. Uh, yes and no. So we have si, yes, and no, 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 no. It's not no, where you hold out that O for a long time. You cut that O off. No, no. Si. And again, it's not like you're not drawing out that I sound. You're saying, si. You're cutting it off. <clears throat> oh, they don't have the numbers at the back here. Let's go over in the numbers again. Okay. Zero is... I think you know these. <laughs> Zero, uno, due, tre, quattro, cinque, sei, sette, otto, nove, dieci. So that's our <clears throat> Italian lesson for the day. I'm actually, <laughs> I had a lot of fun doing that and I kind of feel like, oh, I don't have anybody to speak Italian with. I do have family in Italy. But, you know, I'm, I'm good at this part of the book. Do you know what I mean? I'm good at chap preliminary chapter, chapter one, chapter two. I'm going to sound fantastic. Once we get past this, it's going to get rough, okay? <laughs> and, um, I, you know, it's like, how do you practice that? There's nobody to practice with. Who's going to want to go over the numbers with me, you know? So it's like I'm at the same place with Italian that I was uh, 15 years ago. And um, meanwhile, I'm going to start doing this. I have a German language level test at the end of the month to kind of see, test out where my German is. And um, that is in order for me to work on getting a permanent visa for Germany. Not citizenship at all, but just so I don't have to go back to like the immigration office every three years and renew my visa. So I'm going to try and pass a language test, try and get a B1 German language certificate, which is basically like B1 is essentially you, uh, if you're at the doctor's office, you'll pretty much understand what's going on. If you get a letter from the German, you know, the local government, you'll basically understand what it what they're asking you. You know, just kind of can you live most of your life unproblematically in the world? You might not be able to like <clears throat> discuss politics really in-depthly you know, things that have a specialized vocabulary might be difficult for you. But pretty much you could read a book in German and get a lot of the meaning. So it's just, you're all right and you can live in, in the country, basically, without having too much difficulty. 
So, <laughs> so of course I've got that test at the end of the month, but let me start studying Italian again. That's where I really <laughs> need to put my attention. I don't want to, I don't want to do, well, if you liked this, great. Send me an email. It's in the description. Tell me that you liked this. Tell me that you want to do another one of these. I'm happy to do it. I like doing it. So if nobody writes to me, then we're moving on to chapter one. Okay. If you want to do a German one of these, we can also do that. I don't have like a tech, I don't have like a beginner's textbook for German, but that's okay. I mean, we could all find a way to make that work. I have like, uh, you know, whatever tourist language books. So that's easy. But let me know. I'm sorry that the audio probably kind of sucks. Uh, I don't, I don't know how to solve the mic issue. I don't know how. Sorry. And um, I just don't have time to, I don't have time slash mental energy to work on the Bill Burr episode right now. Who's waiting for it? I don't know. But, you know, somebody. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I hope that this was enjoyable for you. And thank you so much for listening. And um, <laughs> I hope you have a great uh, afternoon. Ciao tutti!